0: Right, welcome to Yes Mother Podcast. This will be the what we've been watching segment for this week. Um, I'm M. I'm Sue. And wow, you guys got a proper intro. We usually don't do any sort of intro. We just get into we're it. you just <laughs> zipped right into it. <laughs> yes. Today we're recording on a different day, so an intro made sense.
1: It did. It did. So I guess we can't, I can't call it the Mad Men segment anymore.
0: No, that was just a one. Well, it wasn't really just a one time deal, but you only called it the Mad Men segment once. You so can't call it the Mad Men segment because I actually haven't even watched the Sundays
1: yet. Whoa. That was the season premiere?
0: No, that was last week, so it's the second one.
1: The second one, okay.
0: I haven't watched it because, one, I was out of town and just got back late, late, late Sunday night. And then I've really been doing too much catch-up with getting the girls back in school and getting the house back together and laundry done from the trip, you know. Right. But the house is sparkling clean.
1: Nice. That's always a good feeling. It is good all All right right. well enough of that um
0: do you want to start this time
1: uh sure sure i don't i don't really have too much because i went camping too so there was a few days i you know wasn't sitting around the house watching stuff or you know doing stuff around the house but um
0: yeah and the weekends are big watching times which i did watch stuff because i was not camping
1: right (laughs) (laughs) Um, but Cam is still kind of on an It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia kick. Right. So. Got so more of those in. <laughs> we're, we're into, like, I don't know, season seven, I think. Uh-huh. And it's Mac, the dark-haired one. He's, uh-huh. like, all of a sudden kind of fat, and I don't get it. I've heard that. It's the Mac gets fat stuff. Mm-hmm. I think... I think they did it on
0: purpose, and I think they were just doing it in – I don't know. I've heard something about it. You should look it up. It was kind of a joke, but he did it for the show,
1: and I – Just for a gag?
0: Yeah, I swear. And (laughs) not to say anything, just make that part of the gag.
1: Yeah, because they – I mean, they kind of address it once in a while, but not a lot, and it's just – I was like, what? Why – cuz it's not like he gained like 20 pounds. He gained like 40 or 50. It's, really? That it's quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, it's funny. Um and then I watched the rest of Pride and Prejudice. Okay. And loved it. I the mom, I forgot just How horrible the mom is. Oh, she's
0: horrible, and the dad is so
1: great. (laughs) The dad is so adorable, and just the way he handles the mom and just some of the things he says under his breath are (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) I don't remember. Like
0: I said, I haven't watched that one in a long time, but I like the Keira Knightley one that's a little shorter, and that has, like, I think Donald Sutherland's the dad.
1: Oh, is he? I haven't seen that one. Is that good?
0: Yeah, it's good. I like it. It, I think Kira Knightley has some haters, so if you're one of those people, you may not like it.
1: Um, I really don't have much of an opinion at all on her, like one way or the other.
0: It's definitely worth seeing. Hmm. Yeah, I I should watch it again.
1: Cool. But
0: I I was listening to our what we've been watching podcast. I don't know. I usually don't listen to our podcast because I edit them, but. I was listening into it today because I didn't really have much else to listen to at the moment. And I was just reminded how much I like the Jane Eyre. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and we were talking about the different, you know, who does a better job. And mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, in the end, Jane Eyre's just always going to win out because I am just more a Bronte person than a than Jane Austen. Per- yeah, I just. I like the dark element. I don't know. I like the more gothic, dark element that she provides.
1: I do too. I yeah. I, I find it I so my, much more interesting. Yeah, if I had my choice between Jane Eyre and Pride and Prejudice, I would, I would read Jane Eyre for sure before you know. But I don't know. That Pride and Prejudice is just is still fun. It was, oh, it's great. It yeah. is. Um and then like the third we went we left for camping on friday Uh and thursday i had off and was trying to finish up sewing the the cushions for the seating area Uh and i just started watching um it's called comic book men it's a tv show on amc it's
0: I've Kevin seen commercials for it during Walking Dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin Smith owns a comic book store in New Jersey. He's owned it for like 18 years or something like that. Uh-huh. And his – one of his best friends from like high school is the manager. And his name's, his name's Walt. And then their other friend, Brian – started doing a podcast called tell him Steve Dave a few years ago after Kevin started doing the smodcast that was kind of the second one in the whole Kevin Smith podcast empire right and I'm like almost more of a fan of tell him Steve Dave than I am smodcast his friends are so funny they crack me up and I don't know somehow it just came about AMC wanted to do a show and Kevin knew one of the producers and Kevin's like you should do a show at a comic book store and kind of do it like pawn stars and He's like, you can use my stores just to do, like, the pilot or, you know, testing, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they ended up just loving Walt and Brian. And so they decided to do the show out of Kevin's store. And I don't know. It's a fun show for me. I like it because I love Brian and Walt. And it's just, it's kind of fun. People bring in, like, vintage toys that I remember having or my brothers having, you know. Yeah. And people bring in, like rare comic books and I don't know it's just it's just kind of fun it's it's a good show to have on if you are doing something and don't want to pay a lot of attention you know yeah but just kind of want background stuff on sounds, you like
0: that kind of nerdy stuff
1: I kind of do yeah <laughs> <laughs> this guy brought in some like wonder woman underoos and i'm like i remember those so well. totally
0: remember underoos
1: <laughs> they start like talking about the commercials and it's just a funny conversation they have i don't know they're funny guys
0: what were uh, underoos were they dunglies or were they under no
1: it was actual underwear it was like but it was like a it was an undershirt and then a pair of underwear.
0: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I ever actually had any. I just I don't
1: remember owning any. I remember I think Kim Godfrey had the the Wonder Woman one. Mm. <laughs> but um so and then we went camping and we actually have a little TV with a built-in DVD player, Mm -hmm. and I picked up, before we left, um, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, just came Uh out on DVD, and Cam and I never did go and see it in the theater. I saw it with Booker in the theater, but Cam and I never did go, so we watched that while we were out camping, and loved it again. I really liked that movie, and we watched... Stop making sense while we were out there. That's always a fun one to put on because it's such good music. Right. Talking Heads. Um, Jonathan Demi one. But um, yeah, Tobolowski talks about that one. That's when he, he went and did that screening. That's song. right. Yeah. yeah. And that but, was the um, first
0: time he had ever heard Talking Heads music.
1: Right, right, right. Is watching that movie. Is watching that movie, like in the grandman's chinese theater or something it's like well no what a cool experience that's that's really all i've been watching i i also brought um spider-man out camping i was just in the mood to watch it and i watched i don't know maybe the first 40 minutes of it
0: you had a very nerdy week i did <laughs> <laughs> you like just grabbed onto your little nerd roots <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's um, funny Um. So, and yeah, the the original, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, not the Amazing Spider Man. I didn't like that one so much.
0: I didn't see it, but I did see the Tobey Maguire's because I weirdly really liked Tobey Maguire. I do too. I even and no one stopped listening to this podcast, but I did not mind the third one.
1: Um. Yeah, it's
0: it has its moments of badness,
1: <laughs> but, it but has, all in all, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm not a hater of it. It's certainly not. I don't think we own it. You know, we have the first two, but I don't think we have that one. Um, but one other thing I did while we were out camping was I started reading the Truffaut Hitchcock book. Oh yeah, I got about halfway about 200 pages in and I love it it it's so good em, you have to borrow it from me when I'm done reading it yeah I'm excited it's so good I, Here, just the stories that Hitchcock has are amazing you know I mean I never really thought about it but he is just is talking about the going from because his first few films that he did were during the silent picture age And so he's, like, one of the very few directors that was somewhat successful in silent films and then successful in talkies. Like, a lot of directors couldn't make that transition very well. Right. They were really good at silent films, but they couldn't get sound. It it just didn't work for them, you know? Right. And just really... Such interesting stories about those early, early days of sound. Like one story he has is there's a scene in one of his early movies where like a guy is in a room and you can hear this orchestra music. And they had to actually have an orchestra outside of the set playing because they couldn't record it separately and put it together. They just didn't have that technology yet. Mm -hmm. So... Like the music you hear in this one scene is actually being played right outside the wall.
0: Wow! <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, and he just he just has great stories. He's got this really funny one about he got about a hundred cats on set, <laughs> and he wanted I don't I don't remember what movie it was for, but there's like a loud noise or something happens, and he wants. For some, he just wants this visual of all these cats running up the stairs of this house. And so, when they made the noise to get the cats to run up the stairs, they all like jumped over the barrier instead, like it scared him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite way. And so they had to gather all the cats like I guess all the owners were there too he's like he walked in and there was like a hundred people and he's all I didn't need any extras and they're like these are the owners of the cats (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) to prevent the cats from jumping again they like built this netting around the area and so when they do the scene again they make whatever noise it is and only three of the cats go running up the stairs (laughs) he's like the rest are just cleaning to that net (laughs) Yeah, to just never mind. <laughs> um, Truffaut will basically ask him a question, and let Hitchcock just kind of go off and tell stories. And it's it's a very interesting conversation. Truffaut was like the perfect person to do this because he was very familiar, almost more familiar with Hitchcock movies than Hitchcock was. It seems sometimes <laughs> like he'd point out his thing, and Hitchcock'd be like, "I don't remember that." But um, yeah, it's just, it's really good. And it's just fun because we just, you know, Hitchcock was such a quiet guy. He just didn't put himself out there very much. So I don't know. It's just fun to hear his stories and talk a little bit about the actors. And, you know, he wanted like Jimmy Stewart for a couple of roles, but, like, Stewart's manager wouldn't let him do it because, like, they're like, the public would always see him. He can't be a murderer. He can't play a murderer, you know, and kind of frustrating to Hitchcock. But anyway, it's a really good book. I highly recommend it to Hitchcock fans, film fans. It's just a really... Because he is, he's, like, literally, like, one of, I think, three directors that Truffaut names who kind of successfully transitioned from silent film to talkies, you know? Let's... I didn't
0: know if he did any silent films.
1: I did not know that either. He, he started directing, like, really, really young. Huh. He started out as, you know, those in the silent films, those... Um, the cards that show what they're saying and you know, how like they'll show the scene and then have one of those cards that shows the dialogue. Yeah. He started out like designing those. That was like one of his first jobs on in film. Huh. Yeah. So So yeah, and I think it's just going to get better cuz now we're getting into like where they're at now is like the mid 40s up to the early 50s. So now they're going to really start talking about the movies I'm more familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. So I will let you borrow it. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. Got my nerd on. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah.
0: Well... I picked up Mr. Selfridge.
1: Ah, and?
0: And I'm six or seven episodes in. I've
1: Of the first season? Yeah. How many are there? I thought there was only like six or seven. Is there like eight or ten? I think there's
0: around ten. Oh. I'm on the second disc and there's still one or two left. Oh, wow. And then might only be one, but and then there's a, then there's another disc, although it says um, includes extras, so it may only be like the season finale, or it could only be extras. I don't know. I'll find out, I guess.
1: Oh, it could be like interviews with the cast and stuff. Yeah. Because sometimes when you watch it on PBS, like, after they show this episode, there'll be like a 20-minute thing of them talking to the actors and Huh. and stuff but
0: um there was a the one the last one i watched maybe you'll know um it ended with it looked like he got in a car
1: accident oh okay okay so what <laughs> the next one <laughs> the next one is the best oh good <laughs> Because of Gordon, uh-huh. the son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening
0: to the, uh, to the up-years. up-years downstairs, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're just starting to hate him. <laughs>
1: they hate him so much in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> the things they hate <laughs> It just cracks me up. because i mean it's not really a spoiler but like so he does get in a car accident and he's out you know for a few days and so gordon takes it upon himself to go down because he knows that he'll be running the store someday and so he walks to selfridges from his house
2: Uh
1: and just like constantly almost steps in front of cars I mean, it's. Is it Killian Domer? Like, like, has he never been outside before? <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, so cool. But are you liking it?
0: Yeah, I'm loving it.
1: Good. It's what fun. do you think of um, Jeremy Piven?
0: I think I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it feels. It's hard to describe, but it's almost like he is in a theater play and the rest of the cast is in a movie or a TV show. And yeah. I I guess that's how he should be because he was such a showman and everything and dramatic in real life, I guess. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know the way he's acting seems like theater acting to me, not just showmanship.
1: Right. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just kind of odd, but you like him. Sure. You know. And like, I
0: can't say he's doing a bad job or anything.
1: Right, right, exactly. But um, I, I think he was great casting for Mr. Selfridge. Just, you know, like I said, he just seems to bring, like, a charisma to that character that I think needed to be. And I love his talks and stuff with the staff yeah he's really good you know i don't know
0: It is. he is good it's just yeah it's a little different yeah but yeah that's the only way i can describe it is he just acting is different in the theater than it is in movies and tv and it just feels like trying to seem dramatic he's doing like theater acting and it's a little weird
1: I wonder if that comes from, like, just his training, because his parents run, like, a theater acting school in Chicago.
0: Oh, yeah, he said that.
1: And I wonder if that's just... I don't know, because, like I said, I just haven't seen him in a lot of other stuff.
0: Yeah, and the fact that he needs to act bigger than life and a showman, it probably brings it out more than in his other roles.
1: Right. That side of him. yeah.
0: But, it's not a real complaint. It's just a little off. It's a yeah. little, I don't know, takes me out a little bit, you
1: could say. It does. It does. But, um, but it's great. It's I, interesting. I like it. I like how it's like covering like the same time period as Downton Abbey, but just a whole different perspective of that time.
0: Yes. it's um, It's not exactly like. It's showing low like, class okay. of people, it's just kind of working class. It's and the it's working not, class. It's yeah. not servants, and it's not the aristocrats. Well, there's a few in the show, but mm-hmm. it's working class, so you get to see how that section of the population lived at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I like it. I like the actress that plays um, Mrs. Selfridge. I think she does a good job.
0: Yeah, Frances O'Connor. Yes,
1: that's her name. And yeah, I
0: really like her a lot.
1: And I like Lady May.
0: Yeah, Lady May's good. And I like the kind of the shop girl that you follow most. Agnes. Yeah, Agnes and her brother. I don't know. It's all good.
1: Yep, yeah. good characters. And I think the second season's really good, too.
0: Good. I was going to ask how yeah. that one's going.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm quite enjoying it. So.
0: Well, I have to return it tomorrow. So, I just looked it up on IMDb, and it's uh, ten episodes.
1: Oh, I didn't realize it was that many.
0: Yep. So I'll have to watch for you tonight.
1: So right on. All right. Anything else you've been watching?
0: Um. Yes well we uh went up to Wyoming and Oh yeah. When we go to Wyoming there's two things occupy our time. Movies and games. <laughs> 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 and we only played one game.
1: <laughs> oh really? Uh,
0: yeah. So the night I got there oh well okay. I'll tell the other one in a second. But the night I got there we were actually just it was like me and Mine and Sue's older sister, Amy, that's the house we stay at in Wyoming, and our other sister, Catherine, was there, and Booker, and Matt, and Kyle, so we were all just, you know, we got there at like 11 o'clock at night, Hmm. and so we were just chatting, and we talked a lot about our podcast, and... Oh, really? Yeah, Matt was talking about it, and... Amy's like, yeah, I've kind of meant to watch Bates will Tell, and I think she might listen to a podcast or two. And while we were talking, I got a little tweet on my phone from one of our followers. He's never written in. Um, Mm -hmm. He goes by Paris, but his Twitter handle is Andrew122. Anyway, he just tweeted while I was sitting there, um, that he said that he's watching the imposter documentary and he's like oh my god how did this family not realize this guy was not their son <laughs> <laughs> hashtag WTF that's <laughs> why <laughs> so I saw it while we were talking and I told Matt because Matt's the one I watched it with mm-hmm. and so we were laughing and then people were like what's that what's the imposter? And so Matt and I talked about it, but Matt's like, I didn't know anything about it when I saw it. And it was a really cool way to watch it. And so he's like, so don't tell him anything. I'm like, okay. And so me and Kyle and Booker and Kat and Matt all went downstairs and we watched the imposter again. Did you ever see it?
1: You know, I didn't, but now I'm going to make myself watch it this week. Okay.
0: Yeah, when I was doing it, I was like, did Sue ever watch that? Anyway, yeah, so... I don't know, it's kind of fun to see people, strangers, watch stuff that you like from your recommendation and enjoy it.
1: (laughs) That is pretty cool. That is.
0: So thanks for the tweet, you got me to watch it again, Paris or Andrew, (laughs) whatever you go by.
1: Right on. That's cool. So... So yeah, and has Kat been listening to the podcast more?
0: I don't think so. I never asked, but she was kind of asking questions about it, like she doesn't know much about it.
1: Oh.
0: I don't think she's ever listened to it, but... She's trying to find a way to watch this season, but it's kind of hard right now when they start dropping them off and it's too early for DVDs and things.
1: Right, right. So... Right on, so you guys watch The Imposter again.
0: Watch The Imposter, and so one of the big things we had going this trip, and this has been planned for almost a year now, mm-hmm. is that Matt and I were going to watch Gravity oh. on, the, on our sister's giant TV downstairs. Um, okay. A little background, I have a terrific fear of space. I yes, it really freaks me out. It, the thought, and one of my biggest thoughts I have that like terrify me, if I ever just want to like freak out, (laughs) (laughs) I will think of an astronaut losing their grip and flying out in space forever. Right. Like that's the worst thing I, that's the worst thing I can think of. Like, You see pictures in, like, National Geographic of people, of astronauts working on the Hubble telescope. And I just have to, like, shut the book because it freaks me out. Even, I don't know if I told you this, but, you know, when the the moon thing that we had a week or two ago Uh where there was an eclipse and it turned red, you know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It looked so much like Jupiter to me that I started freaking out, and that's when I went to bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It scares you because Jupiter is so big, and you're also afraid of really big things, right?
0: Yeah, but... And see, my brother Matt's kind of the same way, but his translate to the ocean, too, and mine doesn't. Right. It's... Mine, it's visualizing the fact that those planets are there right now. Like, we have a game. Have you ever played somewhere out there right now with us.
1: No, but I've heard you and Matt play it.
0: We are there. We played it at like two in the morning on a beach in Mexico.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we like, we're laying, we brought, we dragged lawn chairs from the resort down to like almost where the water was lapping them. And we laid in them and, This is just something, I don't know. This is a fun game, guys. You just, you start saying somewhere out there right now, like, since we were by the ocean, it was a lot of ocean stuff. We're like, there's a whale bigger than a bus swimming around.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: (laughs) And you just, like, think about that. And we do it to ocean stuff, especially if we're by the ocean, and we do it to space stuff. Like, (laughs) in, like, some science news lately, On a planet, like an on a moon of Saturn, they discovered a really deep ocean under like miles of ice. Oh wow! Like watery ocean, and (laughs) that's another thing you do somewhere out there right now. There's like an ocean on a moon of Saturn. Just like visualize that for a second, (laughs) and it's like picture yourself swimming in it, you know.
1: Anyway. See, the space stuff doesn't freak me out like that, but the the ocean stuff definitely does. Hmm. Like. Yeah, the space
0: stuff freaks me out way more.
1: Yeah, like that same trip to Mexico and we went deep sea fishing. Uh And I'm just like, we're just like going to our destination and I'm like, oh man, we could be like boating over a huge whale right now and it just just the thought of it just freaks me out like I can't handle those pictures where it shows like a diver and a whale like right next to him. there's that I would just die I I would die of fright
0: they are too big
1: they're too big yep just agreed too big
0: and I get that
1: nothing against them I mean, I I don't just, they're just too big. I don't even really like horses. They're just too big to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, freaks me out. And so you guys watched Gravity? Are you serious?
0: Okay, here's another part of this. Is that, well, one, I have nightmares once in a while that I'm on the surface of the moon and I'm like clinging to it. Just the surface. I don't have anything else to grab onto. And I'm just clinging for dear life not to float away. I have problems. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So that's just, and then, I don't know, when I was in my really early 20s, I went to Vegas with mom and dad and Matt. And Matt was like a young teenager then. Mm -hmm. And we went to the Luxor and we went, I don't know if it exists anymore, but they had a movie theater there that had a nine-foot, no, sorry, a nine-story screen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's, the theater is like the steepest I've ever seen, and it just keeps going up, and you're almost like like mezzanine almost, but not really, but you know what I mean? You're like steep, and there's people above you and people below you, and it's almost like you're just watching something on the side of a building that's just so big.
1: Right, right.
0: And we watched a three D movie. It was it wasn't like, you know, go and watch Mission Impossible. It was like watch IMAX movies. And the IMAX movie thing we watched was on a space station. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, there was a point where I was grabbing the armrests and crying. (laughs) I thought I was going to tumble out of my seat and down and just fall, you know, stories down the theater. (laughs) It was the worst situation. To have watched a space movie for me. Right. (laughs) And another example, when Apollo 13 came out, I was a teenager in high school, and the movie poster's little tagline said, Houston, we have a problem. I saw it in a media play, and I had to, like, sit down. My knees got all wobbly (laughs) (laughs) just hearing that sentence. (laughs) And that was before that. I mean, that's said all the time now. That was, like, the first time I had ever heard it. And it was just... It just gave me chills right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because you know. (laughs) It's never going to happen, do you? You I know.
0: It's so irrational. (laughs) But it's there. And just seeing the moon look enough like Jupiter that I could, like, think of it for a second. If I, like, wasn't concentrating on it being the moon, I could, like, visualize it as Jupiter. Freak me out because it was too close and I don't want to see Jupiter like that.
1: <laughs> oh man. I'm I'm sorry that you have this. <laughs> Well, one of the good things
0: is that it won't ever happen to me. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and it's
0: something I can hear about and I if I shut my mind off But I don't know, I have a very active mind and an active imagination, so if I dwell on something too long, I could freak myself out. But if I don't, and if I just deal with it and not internalize it too much, anything I hear about space, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not psycho. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But anyway, so with all that background, you can see what a big deal gravity is for me to watch.
1: Well, I remember when i can't remember what movie it might have been like the avengers or something but that's when i first saw like the first trailer of gravity and i'd never heard of it and i didn't i text you or (laughs) email you or something and i was like emily you need to avoid (laughs) watching the trailer to this movie called gravity i'm like that's all i'm gonna say You were the first person I thought of. I was like, Emily cannot watch this. (laughs) (laughs) And then the nice... Wasn't there some conversation where, like, me and you and Kat and Matt, and I'm like, now I really kind of want to see it in the theater with Matt and Emily. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. So we decided Matt didn't come down while I was in the theater or something made us decide we'll just wait and we'll watch it when it goes on DVD and we'll be in the fister's house. and
1: <laughs> Mama bird will be. There. <laughs> we call her sister Amy mama bird.
0: Yes. She's mama bird. Yeah. And it helped. It helped seeing it um, on a couch instead of like feeling like I'm going to fall off a cliff. Right. <laughs> so that helped a lot, but, yeah, and so it was, a, it was something Matt and I have talked about a lot because he's almost as bad as me. Right. With this kind of thing. It's just funny. If you would have said, What is the scariest, worst situation you could think of they'd make a movie about? I would have said, Oh, well, an astronaut free floating in space. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <Someone laughs> Boom, heard. they did it. <laughs> Alfonso Cuarón. Okay. So, we watched it, and we were huddled up on that giant couch with blankets, <laughs> and it it was hard to watch, and it was scary, and it was really real in some parts. Um, Storyline, really weak.
1: Mm-hmm. I've heard.
0: It... It tried to do things, and it didn't give you good backstory, so you'd care about the characters, you know, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. You were really supposed to care about them, of course. Right. And they tried to establish her having this complicated backstory where her four-year-old daughter died, and now that's why she's in space, (laughs) you know. And you just don't feel it. Right. (laughs) It makes me mad when they go to all that trouble, and a lot of movies do this, especially the big action blockbusters they if they would just spend a little more money or something on story they could really have a good movie instead they seem to take story and not care about it at all and just rely on the visual effects and it sucks
1: I hate yeah that. i no, i agree especially in a movie like this where like you said you are supposed to care about these characters because they get in a predicament And if you don't care, you're like, sucks for them. (laughs) (laughs) And it also
0: was one of those movies that everything goes wrong. You don't get one thing going smooth. Everything goes wrong. By the time you're an hour in, you start getting mad. Uh Uh-huh. It's like I compared it to Meet the Parents. (laughs) It's like Meet the Parents in space. Everything goes wrong. Too much stuff goes wrong to where you just start getting annoyed. Right. Right. Anyway, besides the story, and George Clooney's acting Matt hates George Clooney, which I think is a travesty. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like the George Clooney fan club or anything. But I think for what he is, and I think of him as more a like a modern day Cary Grant where you're just charming and dashing and right. just a good guy.
1: Right. Right.
0: I think he's a fine actor.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, Matt thinks he's awful and he sounds like he's acting and he just can't stand him.
1: Oh, really? I didn't but when that. he
0: asked, he's like, you tell me the movies that he has impressed you. And all the ones I listed, he had never seen. So I don't think he's seen him in much. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably seen like Ocean's Eleven and this. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, he's I like George Clooney. Yeah, I do, too. I was a fan of him from when he was Booker and Roseanne. Yep. And George on that last season of Facts of Life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> when they ran that weird store. The
0: but, store. Um, Mrs. Garrett's. <laughs> you know. shop or
1: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like him. Did you ever see The Descendants? Is yeah. It's
0: really good. He's great in that. Good in that. He's good and up in the air with Vera Up in Farmer. the air.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah. I think
0: he is truly charming, and he sounds like he's a really cool dude in real life, and really nice, and just a good dude.
1: Yeah.
0: I like him. Yeah. But he's not so good in this. But he was kind of, they tried to make him into like this maverick, I don't know, <laughs> Uh, but everyone else was working. I think they were actually working on the Hubble, which was so funny. It's just like my nightmare. <laughs> 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 Things I have thought about for 20 years, guys. <laughs> so did happened. you shed, shed any tears? <laughs> no, I didn't. It really helped being on a solid surface that I trusted and <laughs> leaning back on a couch with a blanket. That relaxed atmosphere helped. It was not a nine- story movie screen where I could fall off. Not that I'd fall
1: out of my chair. Just,
0: you know. You know that feeling if you like standing on a cliff even though you're stable?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, those, those IMAX... I have only seen one or two movies on IMAX because they just generally are 3D and...
0: Yeah.
1: 3D doesn't work on me because I'm blind. Old in one eye. <laughs> yeah, I'm old, I'm blind in one eye, so... You need two eyes for 3D. So I haven't seen a lot of IMAX movies, but um, the ones I have seen, the seating is, you do, I mean, the people are, like, right above you. It's like you're vertical, like.
0: Yes. And this was even worse because it was the biggest screen, like, in the world or something. (laughs) I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it still exists, but I remember. I remember still nine-story movie screen.
1: That's pretty big.
0: That's big.
1: But I hear most people said that don't bother seeing Gravity unless you see it in IMAX because it just you feel like you're in space with them.
0: Ugh. See, I, <laughs> it I
1: it was too much. <laughs> I what I I'm proud of myself for seeing it.
0: And it was good. I mean, yeah. it wasn't that great, but it was the effects were great.
1: Yeah, I hear they did a lot of cool things like how, like it was just silent.
0: Yeah, because you can't how hear be... in space. <laughs> Sound right. cannot carry.
1: So you would see explosions but wouldn't hear them or something mm-hmm. like that. That seems kind of cool. Yeah.
0: I... And there's this part at the beginning, well, when it's shrapnel from a satellite that starts this chain reaction that wasn't supposed to hit them but some sort of weird space chain reaction made it and they only had by the time they figured it out or houston figured it out and told them they did not have enough time to get down and safely into their aircraft and so all this debris starts flying at them which is totally silent and sandra bullock is tethered and she had taken it off to go and then it hit. And so, and George Clooney had a rocket pack. And so she is just blown. And so there's this moment after it is where she is like hyperventilating and just spinning Mm -hmm. far away from him and everything else. And you can just, you can see the earth and Mm. her face and, spinning and it is really it really draws you into it it's pretty cool
1: that's cool yeah I'll give it a chance Cam's got no interest in it every time he saw like commercials for it on the TV he'd be like I do not want to see that movie (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) not interesting to him I guess not I don't really know why he's so against it he really doesn't like sandra bullock Mm. so i think i think that's a lot of it well if you don't
0: like sandra bullock she's there's basically three characters and one of them dies quick (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) doesn't really matter (laughs) i so if you don't like her you're in big trouble
1: I, she's another one I really don't have an opinion of one way or the, I haven't seen a lot of her stuff, actually.
0: Yeah, she can annoy me once in a while a little bit, but mostly she just looks like Sarah, our niece. (laughs) She looks, we have a niece that is her doppelganger.
1: Oh my gosh, they look so much alike. It's weird, but.
0: Yeah, she's okay. She can be kind of funny and she can be kind of annoying.
1: I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've really ever seen a movie that she's seen. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I've think. seen a
0: lot of her movies.
1: I never saw any of those. Did you things. see Speed? Oh, yeah, 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 I did. and Speed's I. Speed's good. I like Speed. I saw Speed. And that's probably it. Never saw the Miscongeniality movies. I saw
0: the first one, like, on a plane or something. Man,
1: never, never saw any of her romantic comedies. While
0: you were sleeping, we've nope, talked about that one. That's
1: right, it we makes me angry. <laughs> I never saw the football one with when they adopt the football guy. I liked that. I
0: went never... and saw that with Eleanor when she was really, really small, all by myself. Oh, you guys went and saw what was that movie with the blue people? Avatar. Avatar and i wasn't interested so i took eleanor the baby she was like 6 months old or something oh yeah remember and she threw up all over me yeah, <laughs> i fed her right. a bottle to keep her quiet and i think
1: i fed her too much <laughs> <laughs> i was soaked <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right Huh. I'll have to look at her IMDB page someday and see if I've seen anything <laughs> besides Speed. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Well, that, the Blind Side was pretty good. I think it was good. I, I didn't avoid it. I just never watched it. Yeah. So if it ever comes on Netflix, I'll probably watch it because I hear she was great.
0: She was. She played a different kind of character and it was very inspiring. It made you want to... Uh, do something like that someday. Oh, no. Just
1: nice. Just do something nice.
0: <laughs> well, she just sees that kid walking all alone at home in the rain, and by the end of the movie, she had adopted him. <laughs> she just picks him up, even though he said he had somewhere to go, but he really didn't. She just takes him home, has him and sleep in her house, and interesting. He, he ends up, you know, played football and it it inspired Rob and I both to Rob and I saw it later I think I watched it twice because I think I thought Rob would like it and he did we were just like that's cool oh. I'd do that someday it inspires you
1: interesting Rob Rob liked a, a movie
0: uh, I pre-screen movies he likes some movies he does indeed once in a while like a movie now and then. I'm pretty good. I mean, we've been married 11, almost 12 years next month. And I can pre screen movies and know what I like.
1: Right, right. Well, I'm looking at her <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> uh-huh i speed i've seen one other movie that she's in <laughs> which one crash did i see that if it's the crash i'm thinking of i don't remember her in it but i've seen it but yep i've literally only seen two sandra Black movies <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, I saw The Proposal, too, and I have no idea why. That seems why? weird. It I... might have been a plane movie again. <laughs> I saw so many crappy shows on planes.
1: Wow. Because that... I, I remember... remember just being miserable the whole time. Isn't that where she plays someone's boss or something, and they have to pretend they're married or something?
0: Ryan Reynolds. Boy, that sounds like my oh. <laughs> my show. My... <laughs> <laughs> That's just... <laughs> Romera Norma show. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bosom spouses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's I saw funny. murder by numbers. Nope. I didn't see Hope Floats. I didn't see the lake house. I, didn't I see saw Hope Floats. I never saw 28 days. <laughs> I oh, I saw it. A Time to Kill. That was good. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's why I guess I don't have an opinion of her one way or the other. I just have never seen, I've seen two of her movies.
0: I remember watching Love Potion number nine at Amy Anderson's house on TV. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yep. All right. And that is all of my central look. (laughs) <laughs> <In> doing. <so. laughs> Funny. Yep. That's well. One more thing. I watched the first episode of Top of the Lake.
1: And oh. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I guess I'm intrigued. I don't have a lot to say about it yet.
1: Yeah, I was gonna pick that back up too and finish it out. I'm probably gonna have to start.
0: I was going to say, let me watch it, and I'll tell you if you'd like it or not. <laughs> watch <Yeah>. it <anything. laughs> Or what if I think you will. Yeah. So far, I mean, it was it's pretty, and it was interesting, but not a real lot to say about it. I don't know. It was kind of fun seeing who's its Peggy. That's not her name. Um.
1: Oh, Moss Elizabeth Moss. Yes, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, she's good. She's good in it. And I remembered that. Um, what's her bucket? Holly Hunter is that her name?
0: <gasps> From... that is the worst wig. I think they got that wig out of the bargain <sighs> at Walmart. She what looks horrible,
1: right? <laughs> yes. I didn't remember if she was in the first episode or not. Uh, yes. But, I I couldn't get over the hair. Yeah, because, I mean, it's cute Holly Hunter from Raising Arizona and broadcasting. Funny thing,
0: Scott had just watched Raising Arizona and he, like, recorded it in his bedroom on the DVR and he brought us upstairs to watch it. So we watched um, best scenes of Raising Arizona—it was so much fun. <laughs> Just me, Scott, and Cat and Matt upstairs in their room. <laughs> oh, funny! The knuckle scrapes on the ceiling was our favorite part. Of the-
1: <laughs> I love that movie. It's <laughs> oh, <that's>
0: so good. <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, I'm going to continue with Top of the Lake and Mr. Selfridge, of course. I'm going to catch up. I've got until like Friday or Saturday to watch the first episode of the season before it drops off. So no problem there because I need to get that back to the library tomorrow. So.
1: Oh, so the first episode of season two is still online to watch? Yeah. Oh. But it drops off
0: on, I think I figured it out, it's like Saturday.
1: Oh, right on. Right on. All right then. So, yeah, that's
0: that's all I did. Well, cool. you did.
1: I know. It's like <laughs> I feel like I should have watched more, but I I was gone. Got some reading done. That was fun. All right then. Well, that not too exciting of an episode of what we've been watching, but sorry. <laughs>
0: you learned all about my twisted fears of space (laughs) and you learned a new game somewhere out there right now (laughs) just think about like something really obscure that's kind of freaky that's just I mean it's there right now right now there's you know there's a giant whale in the ocean lots of them around there's a great white shark just Fighting something right now. Shush. (laughs) (laughs) That's Saturn's rings. (laughs) Those are just floating there right now. (laughs) Pluto.
1: It's cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold. (laughs) Poor Pluto. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Poor Pluto even lost his status as a regular planet. Yep. What are they calling it now? Like a little. It's still called a kind of a planet, is not it? I was at the Hudson Planetarium, and I remember they wrote something about it. And
1: yeah, it's like a microplanet, something dwarf, something or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, I kind of am sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It is, yeah. All my 7th grade science class knowledge. I
0: know. It's all obsolete.
1: <laughs> <You> know, <because laughs> Pluto's no longer a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright then. So, we'll record Bates Motel tomorrow?
0: Yep, but you guys will probably have already watched it, or listened to it, because we'll... Uh...
1: Oh, yeah, we'll get release that, out that first. first. Yeah. Okay, then. So, all right. I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow then. All right. And um, guests, mm-hmm. um, if
0: you want to give me your best somewhere out there right now, I'd love it. <laughs> 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 Let's see what you can come up with.
1: Give Emily nightmares.
0: <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. Okay.
1: Yeah. Give Emily and our brother Matt some nightmares.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.
2: I'd like to visit the moon In a rocket ship high in the air Yes, I'd like to visit the moon But I don't think i want to stay there I would like to look down on the earth from above But I'd miss all the places and people Love. So although I might stay there for one afternoon, I don't wanna live on. Slip away across the universe Across the universe